Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. This is the first episode of the new year, and it's also my first episode being recorded in my new tiny home. With that said, the recording area of the tiny home is not done, so I am in a loft under a blanket. Apologize for the audio quality, but I am waiting on the plumber, so we are making do. Did not want to mess up the scheduling on the first episode of the new year, so we do what we can where we can with what we have, and that means in a loft under a blanket. I want to kick off the year by encouraging you to listen to episode 434 if you have not already. 434 was the last episode of 2017. And I talk about the number one resolution that I want everybody, including me, to make this year. So if you have not yet listened to episode 434, I strongly encourage you to make the time to do that before we get too far into the year. I'm talking about in 434, the critical importance of focusing on each day individually the tactics for the day you are living in instead of pulling your attention onto the big picture and the grand plan and an entire goal for the full year. I want your attention and your focus on what you can do today. Speaking of today, today's episode is going to be a fun one, a kind of blend of practicality and also amusement. Over the weekend, I finished Tribe of Mentors and immediately started rereading it. Tribe of Mentors is the latest book by Tim Ferriss. You might have heard of Tim Ferriss, and he's most famous for his first book, which is called The Four Hour Work Week. But his newest book, originated during a particularly challenging time in his life that he's kind of referred to as a bit of a midlife crisis, where he starts asking himself, what is it that I really want? And how am I in the way of creating that for myself? So what he did was he came up with a list of 11 questions And he submitted those questions to some of the world's most successful people. And I don't just mean financially successful, but the most creative people, the fittest people, the best and most successful authors, the best and most successful business people. And they respond to either all 11 or some of the 11 questions. And there are so many great golden nuggets in this book. And as I read it, I was like, huh, I wonder how I would answer these 11 questions. And so that's exactly what I am doing today, answering the 11 questions from Tribe 
of mentors. I've also listed the questions on the show notes page for this episode over on primalpotential.com. I think it would be really fun for you to go over there and answer whichever ones speak to you in the comments on that show notes page. So you can just go to primalpotential.com forward slash four, three, five. That's the episode number for today's episode, primalpotential.com forward slash four, three, five. You can see all the questions there. I'll also share them with you in today's show. Answer one or two or all of them. I think that would be a lot of fun. I'd love to get to know you a little bit better. Before we dive into those 11 questions, I want to take a very important beat to remind you that there are only two days left to register for the Winter Fat Loss Fast Track. So if you are ready to get serious about losing weight, or if you feel like you need accountability or encouragement, somebody to keep you really attached to your goal so you don't drift and have a couple strong weeks and then three months from now be like, I didn't do anything. Or even if weight loss is not your primary target, but it's time for you to get consistent in the way you take care of yourself, or it's time to really end that negative state of mind you've been living in or improve your relationship with food, then let's go. Let's do this. Let's make this year your year and kick off the first 12 weeks of the year, not only together, but also setting the tone for what we can make your best year yet. I love the opportunity to get to know folks better through the Fat Loss Fast Tracks. And every week we have a different challenge because we are slowly building a solid and sustainable foundation of taking great care of yourself and working with your body instead of against it, learning what works for you and what doesn't work for you, the changes you are willing to make and the changes you are not willing to make. And then we've got the weekly level up lectures to help you stay focused and motivated, the new journal is so sick. I I picked mine up from the printer a couple days ago before Christmas, uh, and I am loving it, loving it, loving it. And we have the new coaching channel this time, four to six per week, coaching voice notes, whether that's coaching through journal reviews, coaching through challenges, and we have our private Facebook group. The Fat Loss Fast Track kicks off on January 7th. The last day to register is January 4th. Then the doors close. So all you need to do is go to primalpotential.com, head to the work with me tab. On the top right of the page, you will see an option that says work with me. And within that, you will see info on the fat loss fast track. That's where you go to register. If you have been through a previous fat loss fast track and you want to go on into the veterans group or the master's club and you're not sure where you fall, shoot me an email. Elizabeth at primalpotential.com, and we will get you squared away. All right, enough about that. Just go to primalpotential.com, hit work with me in the upper right-hand corner. You'll see Fat Loss Fast Track right there. I want to work with you this winter. I want to get to know you better. I want to help you crush your goals. And today we're going to crush some questions, specifically the 11 questions from Tribe of Mentors, the first of which is, what is the book or books you've given most as a gift and why? Or what three books have most greatly influenced your life? So that's the question from the book. And you guys know I love to read. A few weeks ago to my VIP list, I sent out all the books I have read in 2017. That was a lot of fun. But the books that I have given most as a gift, the first is The Obstacle is the Way, by Ryan Holiday. When I first started Primal Potential a few years ago, I didn't have Breaking Barriers. The Fat Loss Fast Tracks hadn't started yet. I I think I had like a $10 ebook. And then I worked with 
10 clients one-on-one for a year. And before we got started, I sent them all The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's a book that really changes people's perspective from There's this thing in the way that is the reason that I can't do it, whether in general or in a given week, like I'm working too much this week, so I don't have time to eat well or whatever it is, going from a perspective that something is in the way and so we can't to something is in the way and we can no matter what that something is. We can actually use that obstacle to help us get where we want to go. So that is one. And I will link to all of these books also in the show notes at primalpotential.com. Just uh, go to primalpotential.com forward slash 435 or just hit the podcast tab and scroll until you get to episode 435. Uh, The other one that I have given a ton as a gift is The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard. I've talked about that a lot. Here's the thing about that book, though. It is a daily tool. If you approach that book and just read it once and then never read it again, You'll enjoy it, but you probably won't get much from it. The Motivation Manifesto, I think, is something that in order to really benefit from, you need to read it on a a regular basis. So I love that one. More recently, uh, this year, in 2017, I purchased and gave as gifts a ton of copies of Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron. Ben Bergeron is the owner of the gym to which I belong and also one of the best, if not the best, CrossFit coach in the world. I actually moved to an area of Massachusetts where I could train at the gym that he owns and work out around some of the fittest people in the world. So when his book came out in 2017, of course, I bought it. I really enjoyed it. It's primarily a mindset book, but it's mindset from the lens of fitness. And so I really appreciate and enjoyed that. Chasing it excellent by Ben Bergeron. And then in the fiction world, Atlas Shrugged. This is my favorite fitness, uh, fiction, fitness, whatever, fiction book of all time. It is definitely not a fitness book unless you mean mental fitness. Atlas Shrugged, my favorite fiction book of all time. And it is a polarizing book for sure. Either you love it or you hate it and everything it stands for. But to me, Atlas Shrugged is a book about strength. It is a book about independence, contribution, and not following the crowd. Doing what is right even when it's not popular. And I always say that Dagny Taggart, the female main character in the book, is my alter ego. And that's like my greatest aspiration. My boyfriend for Christmas got me a coffee cup that says, the future Mrs. Dagny Taggart, and a t-shirt that references Reardon Steel, which is in the book as well, because I'm obsessed with that book. And so those would be my books. Again, I will link to them over in the show notes if you want to check them out. The second question, what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months? So the question is, what purchase of $100 or less has most positively impacted your life in the last six months? If I'm being totally honest with you guys, it's probably coffee. Seriously, because coffee is very inexpensive and every time I buy it, it positively impacts my life. Talk about thin slices of joy. Whether I am brewing coffee at home or I'm getting coffee at Starbucks, it is a simple pleasure for me. And it's always under $100. It always brings me pleasure. So that's what I have to say. More specifically, though, instead of like on a daily basis, I would say the purchase under $100 in the last six months that has most positively impacted me would be a book. 
Surprise, surprise. And that book would be uh, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. I will link to it over in the show notes. I've read that one in the last six months, and it changed the way I do some things in business and in my personal life. So I would say that definitely falls into the category of in the last six months for under $100 having a positive impact. The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. And you know, maybe also... I bought a set, not for the first time, but recently I bought a set of like metal dental tools, like picks and stuff, which obviously I know you shouldn't use those things if you're not a trained professional. And I'm saying to you, don't use those things unless you're a trained professional. But I'm obsessed with flossing and like brushing my teeth and dental hygiene in general. So I love having these little like metal dental picks. I know I'm weird. Third question. This one is going to seem very, very obvious to you. It was very, very obvious to me. And that is, how has a failure or apparent failure set you up for later success? Do you have a favorite failure? Oh, my weight, right? Of course, my weight struggles, obesity, all of the lifelong embarrassing failures of either losing weight and putting it back on or starting a diet and quitting getting heavier and heavier and heavier every year, hiding from pictures for most of my life and holding myself back because of my weight. That was failure and misery at the time, but now I am profoundly grateful for the perspective that it has given me for my own life, not even just business-wise, right, and my, what I'm able to do with Primal Potential, But those struggles and the insight that the struggles gave me into the way I think, the way I lie to myself, the excuses I make, and my capacity to create change, that has been amazing. And it's given me, of course, what I think is a unique ability to understand other people and help other people create more than they think they can and transform more than they think they can. And that all comes from my struggle and my fight, my fight with my weight, my fight with my body. And I got to learn how to work with myself instead of against myself. And that lesson came as a result of working against myself for basically ever. On a different note, though, because I think that, like, we all knew I would say that in terms of the struggle that uh, really set me up for success later. More recently, like this year, I would say physical injury has been a struggle or a setback that really created success for me. And I'll tell you why. I had some nagging knee injuries over the past several years. And then this year, a shoulder injury and a wrist injury. And so in 2017, when I moved in the early spring, late winter, I started working with a chiropractor. And that chiropractor helping me with these nagging injuries really gave me a very new perspective on working with my body and not working against my body. Because I'm very good at taking on physical challenges, whether that's CrossFit or whether it's, you know, when I, uh, a year or more ago, a year and a half ago, I guess, did the 30 hot yoga classes in 30 days. Actually, I think it was 45 and 45. But either way, I'm very good at taking on those challenges, even if they mean working against my body and pushing through instead of working with my body. And so, I created a lot of my physical injuries, my knee, my shoulder, my wrist, 
from overuse. And so while in the short term, those were setbacks or failures on a small scale, this year I learned so much about taking great care of my body and being intentional about working with my body to avoid injury. That, that was like a big aha moment for me this year that I'm really, really grateful for. The fourth question, if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, metaphorically speaking, getting a message out to millions or billions, what would it say and why? If I could have a billboard that would say anything, what would it say and why? I'm sure that my answer would be different depending on when you ask me this. And I'm sure that my answer today is a function of the fact that, you know, the holidays have just happened and everybody's been crazy. If I had to put this up today, it would say, calm down, it's not that serious. That is what my billboard would say. Calm down, it's not that serious. And then it would have a URL for them to go to so they could learn a little bit more. So I could say, being reactive, being upset, being emotional, or getting irritated or dramatic about everything, it makes things harder. And it makes your life crappy. You could be so much happier, even if nothing in your life changes except that you calm down and stop freaking out about everything. If nothing else changed, if your job didn't change, if your relationships didn't change, if your finances didn't change, if you would just commit to realizing it's not that serious and then calming down, you could be so much happier. Stop being so small in your perspective on the things that ruffle your feathers. I would say that you could have your, your feathers ruffled a fraction of the amount of times as you do now and be infinitely happier. So practice doing everything you need to do, but with a better attitude, a more positive outlook, less drama, and your world will change. Even if that is the only thing that changes, everything will change in response to that. It's really not that serious. Calm down. It's not that serious. That's what my billboard would say. The fifth question, what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Books. Without question. Books. Because it was years ago, the Dave Ramsey book, Total Money Makeover, that was the trigger for me getting out of debt. Me getting out of debt was the trigger for ending the drama I had around food and the all or nothing mindset because you can't be all or nothing when you're getting out of debt. You just have to keep going because if you are all or nothing, you're never going to get there because the plan is never perfect, right? So that was a book that changed my life. Every day, I learn and I grow from what I read. So without question, it is books. And the other thing that I think is a real worthwhile investment is journaling and the time I spend journaling. I can't tell you how many people tell me I don't have time. It's not time spent, it's time invested. You need to change the way you see it. We could all convince ourselves that we don't have time to journal. I am right there with you, but it is not time spent, it is time invested. It's penny wise and pound foolish to say you don't have time to read or you don't have time to journal. It makes you better. So in the long run, It saves you time, it helps you make fewer mistakes, it saves you money, it saves you heartache, 
It's not time spent, it's time invested. The sixth question, what is an unusual habit or absurd thing you love? The absurd thing I love is finding pennies. Like if you were with me and I found a penny, you would be shocked by how happy I get about that. So my unusual habit is picking up a penny no matter where it is. If it's underneath a bar stool and somebody's on that bar stool, like that's my penny. I saw it. It's mine. I got it, right? Um, It's unusual, I think, specifically because I have a crazy ability to see pennies or dimes or nickels or money in general from like really far away. And I find change that nobody else saw or noticed. And this happens all the time. I've dug them out of tar in the road, chipped them out of snow and ice. It's pretty funny. And I love it. And I, this literally happens almost every day. Now, it's not about the money as much because it actually was never really about the money, but it was about noticing the little things. And I've done podcasts on that before, but it's kind of evolved for me more recently. Now, when I find a coin or the other day it was a $5 bill, a few months ago it was a $20 bill, like literally in the road with tons of people around and I'm the one that saw it and noticed it because I'm looking for it. But these days it's about abundance. And every time I pick up a penny or a quarter or whatever it is, it is a, a reminder to me where my mind goes when I notice it is abundance. There is plenty. There is money all around. I can create it. If I'm looking for it, I will find it. If I'm looking for a way to create abundance, I will create abundance. And so now it's more, it's not so much like the thrill of, oh, I have another penny. It's what it means to me. And to me, it's like this universal reminder that there's plenty and it's all around. If you just look for it, whatever it is you're looking for, if you're truly seeking it, you can create it. You can find it. It's all around you. Number seven, in the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? In the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? In general, it is asking myself questions. Without a doubt, that is the new habit that has most improved my life asking questions. Because I used to be very reactive. And it wasn't that I was intentionally being reactive. I was just going through my days, my life, my years, responding to what was happening, rushing from thing to thing, obligation to obligation, task to task, urge to urge, temptation to temptation. And I needed to be more in control of what was happening in my life instead of letting what was happening in my life control me. And the way that I created that shift, the way that I took more control was by asking myself questions. That has absolutely been the thing for me that has most improved my life. Asking myself, what can I do today to make myself proud? How can I win the day? How can I resist distractions today? What would the person I am today do 
in order to become the person I really want to be? What does that look like? More recently, and more specifically, I read a technique in a book called Micro Resilience. I'll link to that book over in the show notes. And the technique is called reversi. That's what they call it. But basically, it's reframing. And reframing is something we talked about a ton at Ascend in Boston back in November. Reframing is changing the way you think about anything that happens to you. But the way that this technique is described in the book has been a big tool for me in just the last couple of months. And basically, what it has you do is just state the opposite of whatever it is that you are struggling with or whatever the challenge is. So let's say you're talking about an interpersonal conflict and you're thinking, this person makes me crazy. The reversey technique would be to either say, this person makes me happy and then go through the mental exercise of what are all the ways that this person makes me happy or The opposite of this person makes me crazy isn't necessarily this person makes me happy. It could be I make this person crazy. And here are the ways I am contributing to the problem. That has been so helpful. Even if you say, I don't have time to work out today, then this technique would have you say, I do have time to work out today. And here's how I can find that time. Or I don't have time to not work out today. If you say, I can't stop eating sweets, then the reversey technique is, I can stop eating sweets, and then you start looking for ways that you can make that a reality in your day. Question number eight, what advice would you give to a smart, driven college student entering the real world? My advice, spend less money, buy fewer things, and create a simpler life. A simpler life is more full than a complex life. Really think about where you spend money, whether it's on that new jacket or a new tchotchke, this thing you can't live without. If you ask yourself, can I really live without this? Then I would suggest living without it because the freedom and the flexibility to have experiences over things is amazing. And just the freedom of not being owned by your stuff, feeling like your money is spoken for before you can spend it. I know I felt that way when I was in debt. Like I would get paid, but that money was already spoken for with my mortgage, with my car payments or credit card payments or whatever. Spend less money. Buy fewer things. You're not keeping up with anybody when you have great clothes or great handbags or a great car. You're actually taking more from your life. So my advice would be spend less money and buy fewer things. Number nine, what are bad recommendations you hear in your profession or area of expertise? Bad recommendations. Well, nutritionally, it's all of the like hack, quick fix stuff, right? That stuff just makes me crazy. Anything that is one size fits all, oh, you need to eat every two hours. We all need to eat every two hours. My body tells me what I need, thank you very much, by what makes me feel my best and what gives me the best results. There is no one size fits all. So things like eat less, move more, it's so much more nuanced than that. So these one size fits all recommendations from a nutrition perspective, those are the worst recommendations that I hear. As for business and the bad recommendations in business, I hear so much about people teaching people how to make more money and I, and I think categorically, it's just not good advice. I think the focus in business 
should be on helping more people and giving people a better experience. And when you do that, and when you are genuinely trying to make a positive impact, and as you make a positive impact, be looking for ways to have it be more positive or more of an impact, then you don't have to worry about the money side of things. Uh, Question number 10. In the last five years, what have you become better at saying no to? Whether that's distractions or invitations, what new realizations or approaches have helped? Any other tips? I have absolutely become better at saying no to television and social media because I don't want to be a voyeur of somebody else's life. I want to be more excited about my life than I am about somebody else's life, especially a fictional character's life. And if I am getting really excited about a fictional character's life, that to me is a red flag that I need to do something differently in my own life because I always want to be more excited about my own life and my own reality than somebody else's life and somebody else's reality, especially a fictional somebody. So I have gotten better at saying no to television and social media. The 11th and final question is, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused or lose your focus temporarily, what do you do? What questions do you ask yourself? 100% of the time, what I do is I get out either a sticky note or my journal and I first write down what absolutely must be done today. In fact, This is a perfect example. This is very real. Uh, When I feel overwhelmed, what do I do? What questions do I ask myself? I will give you an actual example from today. It's not that I'm unfocused today, but I have had periods of serious overwhelm, and I'll tell you why. I am recording this on Monday, January the 1st to air Tuesday, January the 2nd. I never stop my recordings. It's not like, oh, I coughed or I said something wrong. Let's stop and start over. That is not how I operate. I just go, right? Because otherwise, tough to do three episodes every week if it has to be done perfectly. So I just start and then I go. Well, today has been a little bit different. I am in the tiny home because I am waiting for a plumber. And so three times now, I have had to stop for a period of several hours. And I find myself late in the afternoon still working on this podcast, and I have a webinar tonight at 8 p.m., and I have multiple people here working on this space where they need my attention, they need my input, they need me to be a part of the process. It is easy to be overwhelmed and tell yourself, oh, I don't have enough time. There's not enough time for me to do everything that needs to be done. So what I do is I say, what absolutely must be done today? I write that down. And in this case today, all I absolutely must do at this point is complete this podcast and prepare for my webinar. If I don't get into my Facebook groups, that's okay. If I don't respond to all the emails I'd like to respond to, that's okay. If I don't do all the other things that are on my list, that's okay. I get out a piece of paper. It's off in my journal, but sometimes it's just a post-it note, whatever's around, and I ask, what absolutely must be done? And then which am I going to tackle first? So in this case, get the podcast out of the way first and then move on to tonight's webinar. That is what has to happen. Whether I am feeling overwhelmed like today or unfocused, I narrow down to what 
must, must, must have to happen because it's so easy to get caught up in what you'd like to do or what you could do or all the things you feel like you should do. But the list of musts is always smaller. Go with the critical essential. There is no other option. Tomorrow is not an option. What has to happen today? And then pick which part of one of those things you are going to dive into next. That is what I always do when I feel overwhelmed or unfocused. Narrow down to what must be done today. And then of those things, what will I do to start? So those are my answers to the 11 questions. I will list these questions over in the show notes for today's episode on primalpotential.com. Please take a minute to go over there. I want to get to know you better, so I would love to know your answers to one or more of these questions over in the comments on primalpotential.com. And last reminder, don't forget, if you want to be a part of the Winter Fat Loss Fast Track, head over to primalpotential.com, the work with me tab that will register you for the winter. If you've been a part of veterans groups or the rookies groups in the past and you want to move into the veterans group or the master's club, but you're not sure where or how or when, shoot me an email and we will make that happen. Primalpotential.com, go to the work with me tab to register for the fat loss fast track. Or if you've been through one before and you want to move to the next level and you're not sure where or when or how, shoot me an email. We will do it together. Happy New Year again. Excited to read about your answers to some of these questions. Have a great day. I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.